Hello everyone, it's Vyas Srinivasan, and welcome to the Bright Colors of Inspiration. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast episodes. I really appreciate the positive feedback I have received so far. episode, I will be discussing a topic that I think is very important, and that is managing our emotions. I want to start by talking about IQ, which is the intelligent quotient, and EQ, which is the emotional quotient. IQ is the measure of how smart someone is, and EQ is the ability to manage our emotions and understand the emotions of others. Unfortunately, EQ is usually neglected, while IQ gets a lot of attention. That means people value IQ more than EQ, but I believe it should be the other way around, because I have heard of people out there who are very smart throw a huge meltdown over some small thing not going right. These people may have read a lot of textbooks and memorized a bunch of note cards, but they lack the emotional intelligence skills needed to succeed in the real world. When you are having a conversation with someone, and you do not agree with their point of view, would you be able to have a smooth conversation by saying, I have straight A's, I am an honor student, so I know a lot more than you? Probably not. I think it is better to hear other people's point of view that is not your own, since they may have some really great insight. And you may disagree with what they have to say, and that is okay. What I think is more important is that we have a great conversation where we can learn from each other and we are respectful even when we do not agree with their perspective. As a matter of fact, there have been some things people have said that I do not really agree with, so what I did in those situations is to try to see where they are coming from, because perhaps what they are saying is coming from a good place. Don't get me wrong, IQ is important since skills are essential to succeed in school and in the workplace. But I believe having a high EQ helps you get even further in life. As someone with high functioning autism, Controlling my emotions has been quite a challenge, especially when it comes to even the smallest of sudden changes. I attended social skills classes for a few years, and one of the lessons I have learned is putting on your social face, in which we are expected to tailor our behaviors to fall into line with what is socially expected in public. 
I was younger, I did not have the highest EQ, but over the years, I have worked very hard to improve it. Before, I used to cry a lot over little things, especially when something does not go my way. Like not getting that new electronic device I want, or going to a restaurant that is not of my choosing. I also used to cry really badly whenever someone made some mean comment about me, and it would really bother me more when it came from my close friends and family than it would when it comes from some random stranger. What I would throw a huge meltdown over was sudden changes in the schedule. There was this one assembly in elementary school that abruptly cancelled my recess. So I stormed out of the assembly in frustration and headed back to the classroom very upset. Sudden changes still bother me to an extent up to this day. But I have worked on improving my ability to control my emotions in a healthy way. On that note, it is time to discuss ways to manage our emotions. Number 1. Take a deep breath. Rather than instantly reacting to what just happened, I like to process it first. For example, there have been times where I earned a lower grade than expected on an assignment in school, and I felt like emailing the teacher right away. But that is not a good way to go about it, because teachers get a barrage of emails every day, and the email I write would probably be written with fear, which thereby makes the job of a teacher much harder. So I think it is better to wait for some time and then send the email, so it is written with logic instead of fear. The bottom line is that when something happens, it is better to take our time to process our emotions instead of taking action right that instant. Number 2. Change negative thoughts to positive thoughts. It is very easy for my mind to begin focusing on the negative when an event occurs. This is when it is time to redirect my attention to the positive by practicing positive thinking. Since dwelling on the negative is only going to aggravate the situation and may even be bad for my future. When a negative thought where I say, there is no way I'll get better at this, comes to my mind. I like to switch it to a positive thought like, I am determined to do what it takes to get better. Even though it is easier said than done, I choose to convert the negative thought to a positive thought, since it improves my productivity in the sense that I make small steps towards something I want to achieve. Replacing any negative thought that comes to my head to a positive thought takes a lot of practice but it has helped me accomplish goals that I never thought would be possible. 
Number three, put my energy towards the things I love to do. I have come to learn that when I am in a state of anger and frustration, that is not the time to be making big life-changing decisions. This is because I would not be thinking logically, but rather with the emotions I am dealing with at the moment, and it is not a healthy way to go about it. Making decisions, especially ones that are major, like transferring universities or dropping out of school, when feeling down is a bad idea because it can negatively affect my future. When I am not in a good mood, I like to engage in activities that keep me calm, like taking a walk outside, listening to some melodious music, and playing a song on the piano. By doing this, I am able to take my mind off of what I'm going through at a given moment and put my mind towards doing things I am passionate about. Number four, learn more about my emotions. When I understand the emotions I am feeling, I am able to control it better. I educate myself to recognize different types of emotional thinking, including jumping directly to conclusions, black and white thinking, catastrophizing, irrational thinking, and so on. Another thing I like to do to better control my emotions is by reflecting on it. I accomplish this by thinking of the situations I have faced during that day and carefully think about how I handled them and think about what I could have done differently to deal with the situation better. With all that in mind, I put myself in other people's shoes and think about how they would think I reacted. By the way, I talk to a close friend or family member to seek constructive feedback as to how I dealt with the situation. And with their feedback, I process what they said so I can easily figure out what behaviors I need to change. All in all, the ability to understand my emotions has really made it easier to get it under control. With that, I am able to control my emotions in a way that is healthy and socially expected. Having high emotional intelligence is all about being able to understand, utilize, and control both positive and negative emotions in a healthy way, meaning it can be used to relieve stress, communicate effectively with others, and positively deal with conflicts that arise. is the end of this episode. If my content inspires you, feel free to share it with your family and friends. I am Vyas Srinivasan, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have an amazing day.